Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. And welcome to By the Mash Turn, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and have a nice little chat about some beer. Hello, I'm Mike Harrison Wood. I'm Carl Noble. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, it's going all right. How are you? Yeah, good. Oh, I had an amazing uh, wedding that I went to on the weekend. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Mike Bates? Do you remember him? Yes, yeah, yeah. From all those episodes ago? Yeah, doing all a, a those episodes ago. Yeah, he got married. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and the reception was in Northern Monk. So that was oh, good. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it was really oh, nice. That's cool. Lots of nice beers then? Yeah, lots. Oh, uh, cool. oh, and the ceremony was in a library. Interesting. Yeah. I've never I've never, never heard of that before. Yeah, it was good. It Did was fantastic. you have fantastic. to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you normally like, have to be quiet anyway. Yeah, no. I know, but normally this, it's because somebody's making noise you're meant to hear. Yeah, true. No, we were allowed to cheer and whoop at the end. So. Oh, they, was they was there not a librarian them. at the back, like putting her glasses down on like, just a lower part of her nose and tilting her head down, going, mm. <laughs> yeah. got, you got a load this. of like, people just sitting around reading, scowling at you. Yeah. It was nice to pick books from the wall. Every wall had books on it, that type of thing. Oh, it's a library. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you kind of expect that. Anyway, anyway people aren't yeah. here to listen get, to us do get, library chat. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, Mike Bates. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we brewing today? Today, we are brewing a rye IPA. Okay, interesting. So yeah. this is a style I've tried once. Yeah, uh, yeah you've successfully done. Yeah, you've which made I it. quite enjoyed. I, um, I actually tried some of that, and it was very, very good. Yeah, so now you're taking now you're taking a swing at it. Yeah, I've, I've literally never, ever, ever brewed with rye before. So this is going to be quite the experiment. Okay, uh, so give us, a, give us a quick rundown of what it is you're trying to do and the sort of things that we're to expect from it. Well... Uh, rye is a bit of a weird one. Uh, I know that there is a German style uh, called Roggenbeer or Roggenbeer yeah. um, that has existed for a while that is very strongly rye. Uh, I, I think it's like 80% or more uh, rye. Yeah, it's big. That's a lot. It's big. Uh, but the, you've got recently the American take on uh, using rye is the rye IPA where yeah. you, you have uh, maybe about 20% rye and uh in a sort of reddish ipa okay and huge big hop character lots of lovely big hop notes to to, uh go over that lovely rye malt base lovely that's it that's the theory anyway yes yeah yeah um now i i know there is uh an issue when you go too high with your percentages with rye that you can get stuck uh, yeah. stuck stuck mashes basically yeah rye is a bit of a annoying one to brew with apparently uh where due to the combination of two factors where it's got no husks naturally on it so i think similar to wheat as well uh there's there's no sort of natural husk on it yes and the husks are very useful with uh the other grains that do have them because it acts as a, a sort of filter as well so it's yeah the 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 wart uh tends to just uh filter through the husks quite nicely um keeps things flowing so is this why like because because we've done uh wheat beers before and it's it's a similar problem there isn't it like yeah. you have to 
if you've got a very high percentage of these huskless grains, you need to add in some sort of way of, I don't know, kind of just stopping them from going all gloopy or yeah. stop or making it so that the water has a way to kind of pass through when you're sparging. Yeah, uh, um, because it, it can cause what is known as a stuck sparge. Yeah. And so, that's that's pretty much what it sounds like. That's just uh, you're, you're trying to drain the wall out of the mash tun and it ain't budging. Yes, yeah. So stuck, stuck sparge, stuck uh, stuck mash. Um, so yeah, like, but it's quite an easy problem to solve, isn't it? Well, uh, there are several ways. Uh, well, wh- it's, sorry, it's an easy problem to prevent. Yes, the the easiest one, the one I'm attempting, is to uh, include oat husks. Yeah. In in with the mash, so there's no fermentables being added from that. The, there shouldn't be much flavour. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. But it will take up the slack on that uh, type of husky uh, filtering system, yeah, and make things a bit more flowy. Yeah, it just—I mean, it just it prevents the problem of uh, a stock sparge. It stops yeah. that from really kind of being a possibility because, um, you know, the some of the notes are saying make sure that like ten, fifteen percent is your maximum for rye, because otherwise you're going to end up with stuck sparges but as you say you're you're going all the way up to you know yeah 25 and well uh, yeah so 20 percent of just rye malt um and then i've got a little bit of uh, chocolate rye malt as well okay which combined brings it to yeah nearly 25 percent. so it should be fairly rye heavy fairly rye yeah so so what's what else have you got in there then uh some uh marisotta yep classic lovely um and then the uh the oat husks and that's the it. Autos, yeah, and that's it. it. it, it it's, so that's the entire grain bill. It's quite simple. Um, there's uh, oh, there is a second part of rye malt that makes them particularly bad at stuck sparging, uh, stuck sparges. Sorry, over wheat is right. a, a a single uh, part of their sort of sugar content is uh, called uh, beta glucan. Yeah, and that is notorious for being very gloopy. Right, snotty, okay. snotty. So, 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 when it gets wet, it just turns to wallpaper paste. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, it. yeah, that's not getting anywhere. So, the uh, the the ad- additional husks are much more necessary with rye than with wheat. Uh, okay. So, watch out. Uh, another thing that I've heard you can do is if you've got extra husks on hand, if you if you are starting to get a stuck sparge, chuck extra in and start mixing it around. Okay. And, and that will help to some extent, but it won't help as much as just adding it in beforehand, uh, having it evenly spread in the mash before you start draining things out. Yeah, it's, and it's I mean, as we better. discussed, I think in the last episode, um, you don't want to be moving your mash around too much after, you, after you've after you dowed in, after you've yeah. kind of mixed everything through and the mash has started, you don't want to start getting in and uh, tinkering around with things because we were talking about uh, hot side aeration. Yeah, yeah um so go back and listen to that episode yeah uh so you know m- getting everything in at the start is kind of what you want to do yeah um uh, there is one other alternative as well what's that brew in a bag brew in a bag yeah um, also you know if you've got uh something like grandfather or something like yeah, that yeah um, that'll you know you don't really have to worry too much so, about it there. yeah single pot stuff um where you are mashing in the same vessel that you're going to be boiling you don't have to worry yeah, so, it's, it's it's already there. It, I mean, you know, for, for for people who are interested, um, 
the recipe pack for this is available uh, yep. from the malt miller. Yep. Uh, they, you know, they're our partner. They provide us with our ingredients. Um, so you can get the recipe pack. And in that recipe pack will already be the autosks. Yes. That's not, yeah, that's not something you'll have to kind of do as an added extra. But if you're not buying the recipe pack and you just want to do a rye beer, then do remember to get the autosks. Yes. But they are included in the recipe pack yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. from the malt miller. Yeah, I, I've uh, put as much as 500 grams in there. I don't know if that's too much or too little. Um, I don't have experience. I mean, if, if, it's, if it's not going to um, impart much flavour, and it doesn't, um, you know, that that's really the sort of area that I would be looking at is anywhere between mm. 200 to 500 grams, depending on the rye content. Yeah. Um, and I do the same with wheat beers. The higher the wheat content, the more autosks I'm putting in. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, sensible. But yeah. yeah, you can't really overdo it. Well, I, you can overdo it. Yeah, you just get diminishing returns. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, that's so that, the that's the grain. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've then gone for two different types of hops. Okay. And uh, Malt Miller have been kind enough to give us more of those amazing BBC hops. Oh. Yeah. So, so are they, they're exclusive to them at the moment, aren't they? Uh, I the believe on, on the homebrew scale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they are punchy, punchy hops. Yeah, because you've used them before, haven't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I, I use them in the American Brown. Have you learned lessons which, from that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it, I, I was going for something that was, um, you know, noticeably hoppy, yeah. but still balanced. Yeah. And... It's it it's starting to go that way now. It's it's a few months later as, as it's getting older. Yeah, yeah, the, the hop character is dropping off a, yeah. a little bit. But wow, that first week when I cracked that it was it was huge. The yeah. hop hit was yeah a, a lot more like a brown IPA, which I'd still love to bits. Yeah, but but it wasn't quite what you were in for. No. So how have you uh, tinkered? Well, luckily, I'm going for a style where it doesn't matter if it hits it out of the park with hops. Because okay. Rye IPA is supposed to have big. Yes, yeah, big, yeah. It's big, supposed big. to be big and hoppy. Yeah, but I know I've 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 damped things down a little bit, um, mixing things with the uh, the end of the boil and the dry hop a, a a bit more towards the end of the boil. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Because um, it and and slightly higher IBUs uh, because it, it it's a little bit stronger. Bigger hop hit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm nearly at the 70 IBU mark rather than I think I was only at 50 something for the American Brown. Okay. So, oh, which we, hops are you using? Oh, you, yeah. Because you've uh, said that they're BBC, but which ones which are they? BBC. Uh, so, the uh, Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, again, that was one of the ones I used on the American Brown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It pairs really well with malt. It's just, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, and then Equinot as well oh excellent which um leading up to a controversial point uh has notes of amongst all the citrus and stuff is spice oh okay so why is this controversial yes yeah it's it's a thing Uh, it's a it's a thing people it's It's controversial because it's a thing yeah uh so for a long time to to my experience yeah there has always been a sort of one-to-one correlation Rye beers have spice. Rye beers, you can taste the spice. Yeah. Spicy rye. Rye, 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 spice, spice, spice. And as I'm learning more, I'm discovering that that may not be as solid a correlation as I initially was told. Okay. And that 
rye may impart a flavor that is different to what you would know of as just like a spicy rye in a rye bread. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, the pod- American podcast Brewlosophy had a very good episode on this recently. Yeah. And I recommend you all go and try that out because they're doing some wonderful work with science and experimentation with beer. But they were so their hypothesis was that uh, the spicy notes that you get from rye bread actually come from caraway seeds okay. that are added to the bread. Yeah. And not from the rye itself. So are you adding any caraway seeds to your I'm not. beer? Not at all. It's an option, man. No. <laughs> but the rye does have an impact on the malt. And yes. It gives it just a really, uh, not gloopy, but solid, round... Robust. Robust baseline. Yeah. Uh, even if it's quite light on the sort of um, rye side of things, it, it's, okay. it's just a really good, earthy... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> underneath everything uh, your your command of the english language is <laughs> second to none it's hard to describe these weird <laughs> concepts <laughs> yeah uh, no I, I, it, it is difficult and i mean you know they have it, it's always been associated yeah like you know you, you get a rye beer goes oh it's going to be peppery it's going to be spicy but i mean I, I i'm totally open to the fact that that might be not the way it is mm. but it's just odd that so many people pick it up. Yeah. But it's whether or not they pick it up because they've been told it's there. It's like, you know, if you're doing tastings and you read the back of a bottle before you taste it, oh, chances yeah. are you're going to pick out those things. And the, the the whole bias in tasting beer is huge as well. Yes. Like um, the, you will never get away from the biases that you bring to the table. Yeah. It, all you can try and do is minimize them. And with... Yeah, reading the bottles. I know that we do that, but you know, sometimes there's nice stories. Well, so. like, like largely, it's because because it, you know, I want I want to get some information or find a little creature that's on the bottle yeah. in the artwork somewhere. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> you know, rather than looking for necessarily tasting notes, tasting notes. I don't tend to put um, that much stock in. It's kind of like film mm. reviews. Like, <laughs> I like, like, like you hear someone's film review and it's like, I, I don't like. I'll make my own mind up. What's there? Yeah, you know, and it's the same with tasting notes on bottles of beer. It's like it's cool, like you know, give give people something to look for, but you know that should really be something you do afterwards. I think. Mm. Um, I mean, I suppose it depends, like because people like to make informed choices, you know, so they go to a uh, like a bottle shop or something and they read the bottle to find out what to expect yeah. to see whether or not they'll like it or not. Um, yeah, yeah, and especially with some of the, like the the more expensive imports and stuff like that. Sometimes you're spending eight, nine quid in a bottle of beer. You want to make sure you like it before you, yeah, yeah, yeah. before you buy it. Yeah. So, or at least it's even vaguely in the ballpark of what you of, want yeah, to be. Yeah. Of, of what you're looking for. So yeah. yeah, like it can be misleading, but, and maybe that is why people taste spicy, peppery when yeah. it comes to rye beers, because they've just been told for so long that that's what, they should be tasting yeah i mean it's 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 possible that uh it's also a threshold thing as well there might be some people that are genetically uh better at tasting the spice notes that rye may or may not bring yeah and so we're back and, to the asparagus paradox yeah 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 yeah. it might just be like oh yeah oh spicy rye and yeah and someone's like what what, yeah. just, <laughs> what you want about it's just multi yeah. yeah what's going on yeah uh, or it's, um, I think there was the, the suggestion that it might also be like an association buildup weird okay. thing so that someone tells you that you should be tasting spicy 
and you drink it and you do taste something and you and you go uh, it's spicy that's that must be the spice yeah and then the next beer you try that has that flavor oh that spice yeah but it's it's not it's but then that's just uh, but a may, human but maybe label it is. on something. maybe it is that's anyway the thing uh, so anyway that's yeast. yeah <laughs> the yeast is california yeast California yeast? Hey, or yeast, yes. Uh, yeah. So is that uh, White Labs, WLP001? Uh, it's not White... It, it's of that strain, but it's not White Labs. It's oh, okay. uh, a new supplier for the Malt Miller. Oh, okay. Who's that then? Uh, Can you remember? Hold on. Here we go. Uh, Fermentum Mobile. Fermentum, Fermentum yeah. Mobile. And then the yeast strain is FM52, presumably yeah. Fermentum Mobile. Yeah. American Dream. Oh, interesting. And they're, they're using the, the vial system that um, White Labs used to use. Yeah. So when you get when you get the yeast, it's a, it's, it's a wet yeast, and it comes in nice little vials. Yeah. Which I always used to like, but I ended up with hundreds of them in my house. And I was like, <laughs> well, I don't really know what to do with all of these now. I have seen away? somebody make um, tap handles out of them and they filled yeah. them with grain so that so so so, the, so they put the um they put the grain in from the beer mm. that was there so you could see what grain was in there and like you know so you had the different different colors in layers that is fancy if i do something like that i'll definitely take pictures yeah yeah they they, 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 they they do look good it is difficult but it is good yeah well there you go there's a there's a personalization idea there yeah, yeah. so that's yeast that's the hops yep that's the grain. Any? Are you doing anything kind of unique, specific? Uh, are you doing water treatment? No. Um, well, ah, I will be doing water treatment just for standard I- IPA. Yeah. Um, okay. I am tempted to leave a little bit of that calcium carbonate sort of loveliness for bringing out the malt, but then maybe the rye will do that anyway. Possibly, so, yeah. Yeah. Because right, that's it. You don't want to overpower it with the malt. Yeah. If what you're trying to do is accentuate the the hops yeah yeah it's so. it's it's gonna be a big sledgehammer in both directions so yeah it'll be fine okay um and then uh what else am i doing differently yeah I, there is the addition of the chocolate rye malt as well yeah which... i was I, I was going to question that why why are you aiming for that with uh, an ipa are you hoping to get that sort of like chocolatey flavor out of it or is it just a color thing I th- or? It, it's mostly a color thing um because i just in my previous experience, rye IPAs tend to be have that like reddish hue. Yeah. Um, definitely not orange. Definitely not yellow. But yeah. red. Yes. Um, and so I thought, yeah, I, I should just recreate that, really, shouldn't I? Yeah. But um, they're uh, and I noticed that they do chocolate rye malt rather than rather than chocolate malt. It's chocolate rye. Yeah. Malt. Um, no idea if that's going to change anything. Just sounds well, I mean, interesting. It'll be, it'll be interesting because I've never used chocolate rye malt before, so no, it'll be no. interesting because I think um, I, the one I did didn't end up sort of reddish. It was just it was just a pale ale. Mm. Um, it, it was amberish, wasn't it? Yeah, but it wasn't like you know full on. Mm. And and I just had Marisotta rye. Uh, I think probably some wheat malt in there as well. Mm. So oh, yeah, I could have gone with that. Nah, damn. That's oh, well, all right. These things time. happen, man. You know, you're doing your own thing now. Yeah, it's true. Flying it's true. solo. First rye. Yeah. So um, do we have any interesting beer news? Uh, beer ye, beer ye. Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Like, like, I mean, obviously, uh, for me, a uh, big thing yesterday was uh, Elusive Brewing's third birthday. Yes. Uh, three was, years. Yeah. So happy birthday happy to birthday. Elusive. Uh, that was down at the Nags Head. It was a really nice night. Um, lots of people came down we had a lot of their beers on tap and yeah it was really good so i mean that was 
for local being used, that was pretty yeah. big. Um, you well, know, and going strongly, you know, from strength strength to strength, he's got his next unit, and you know, making making that a thing. Nice, yeah, good work, Andy. Yeah, well done. Three so, years of very very hard work. Oh yeah, he grafting, yeah. really putting the effort in. But it's you know, it's paying off immensely now, which is good. Yeah. Uh, another little bit of news. Uh, my wife's brother's ice cream shop. Yeah. You heard that right. Yeah. Uh, is pairing w- up with a uh, one of the brew dogs in London. Okay. Uh, to do not only uh, beer and ice cream pairing, but also make some beer ice cream. Okay. R- rather than ice cream beer. Yes. It's yeah. Beer yeah. Ice cream. All right, so I mean, are we going to start seeing cans of that in supermarkets? <laughs> tubs, <laughs> yeah, tubs, tubs. That yeah. that'd be nice. Yeah, to go with the cans. Are we going to? Are we, we going to get some? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, you yeah. going to bring some down for me? Yeah, why so not? Have a little try. Well, we'll we'll go up to London one day and. Uh, All right then. Yeah, nice. Should we have a beer? Yeah, go on then. So what we've we got here, the mic. Right, uh, we've got a situation. Where I have to recuse myself. Is this is this the name of the beer? Because this no. is long-winded as all hell. <laughs> no, this is... Uh, it's called Have a Great Day. Yes. It is a Rye Pale Ale at 4.2. Okay. It is brewed by West Berkshire Brewery, where I currently work. So do I have to review this on my own, then? Is no. That... Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's good. No, instead, uh, you have my wonderful, lovely wife, Rachel Harrison-Wood. She is going to sit down and review the beer instead. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so um, can we have the pump clip before you run away? Because the mic is then there's uh, ah okay. So um, have a great day. I'm kind of hoping we will be having a great day. I'm already uh, having a great day. Rye pale ale, four point two percent. So I think probably easiest thing to do is just to get straight into it. Okay. You know, like color wise, pretty much what um, Mike was suggesting. Red looks. You know, it looks pretty good. So this was from, I believe, the tap room. Um, is that correct? I'm just going to look for a nod from Mike before he leaves the room. It's cast conditioned. <laughs> so cast conditioned. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic colour. Mm. Very, very yes. red. Very red. <laughs> so I, I, have you had a taste of it yet? I have. How it's do you feel nice. about it? Um, is it? Is it about right? I think so. I don't drink a lot of rye beers. I don't think it's not something that I would make a beeline towards necessarily. No. Um, uh, but we were listening to um, an episode of, it's going to get a bit better. Brewlosophy. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. reference more podcasts within the beer podcast. That's all right. Uh, listen to an episode of, of Brewlosophy on rye beer specifically. Yes. And they were banging on about how um, everyone you know, everyone says like rye is spicy. Yeah. And they didn't really get it. And I was like, oh. No. And then I thought, maybe we should drink some rye beers. And then I spent the entire weekend drinking... Um, some very nice sours and a very nice session <laughs> pale uh, uh, at Northern Monk. So that was good. Um, but I wouldn't describe it as spicy, but I can see what people mean, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I, I understand that. And I, I can see where it does, yeah, it has, you know, I like a bit of rye bread yeah. with, with the avocado. Yes, yeah, yeah. Millennial. Um, <laughs> just, I think. So I can see that it's got kind of some similar flavours it's you yeah the color is is correct for what i'm tasting yeah sometimes it goes a bit a bit awry yeah <laughs> i like what you did yeah. there well done thank you um i'll get a pun in somewhere so it's sort of yeah ambery well no darker amber isn't it so reddish and 
Yeah, nice it's it, like it, it's it's definitely a lovely. red, definitely a red color. Yeah, um, and it's quite like, striking actually. It is, and the the smell of it, it's it's good. I like it. Like, I haven't it, really had a sniff. Yeah, it, like, it, it, it's, it's got a very nice nose on it. Uh, obviously, because uh, it's cast conditioned, but it's been brought back in a growler. Um, you know, so it's not the optimal way of serving it. You know, no. so there's very little head on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's clear, clear as anything. It's got a real Absolutely. good nose. Yeah. And flavor wise. Lovely. It's not got... If If someone kind of served it blind to me, I would think that that would be... A bit more caramelly, a bit sweeter, maybe a bit malty. Yep. Um, and it doesn't really have that. Like it isn't, it isn't super bitter. No. That's where I get really technical in my description. I need, I need <laughs> super the, like, bitter. I need the tick sheet of uh, Mike's descriptive words. Um, but it's all right. Super bitter is perfectly I mean, yeah, acceptable. I, I think it's it's got an edge. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly not as sweet as looking it at it on the table. I would have expected. Yeah. I would drink it. I would drink a pint. Yeah, so I would like, like it, probably it, wouldn't drink three pints. It does taste very clean. Um, yeah, like the I find that the the hop character doesn't last very no. long. I'm not I'm not getting no. any sort of like um, you know big fruit flavors no. or anything like it. It's it, yeah. it's adding the bitterness and it cuts off quite quickly, yeah. which which is nice for like for a sessionable beer. Sometimes that's exactly what you want. Yeah. You don't. You don't want a lingering no. sort of the flavor. Only, the only sort of flavor that is lingering is what I would attribute to the rye. Whether yes. it is the rye or not is, you know, science. who knows. But yeah, like, I'm definitely not getting peppery spiciness from no. it. No, no. but I, it um, is. It, no. Yeah, I would drink more rye beers after this. And at four point two percent, I would drink more of this. Yeah, you could just drink it to heart's content. Yeah, I think there is more kicking about in a growler somewhere. Um, so I think it's probably good to get on to the next beer now. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, what have we got? Uh, so we have got Crystal Rye IPA from Adnams. Nice. So, nice. yeah, like, I, I, I like the can. Like, the, 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 the colours. Big and the, red. Yeah, so it's like like, like big red, and then it's, like, it's sort of like powder blue on the top, and then it's like, oh, that's interesting. Um, made with bags of US hops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, um, I, like, I like US hops. Yeah, crystal rye malt. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna nice. read the tasting notes because you know. So that that's that's another thing we didn't mention earlier is that uh, whilst you can get rye malt and yeah. chocolate rye malt, yeah, you can get all sorts. An- another option is cri- uh, ch- uh, crystal rye. Well, because I mean, like, because all they're doing is they're just roasting it the mm. same way they do with barley. Exactly. So you can get, I imagine you get all permutations that you can with barley in rye, or I at least so. you could yeah. potentially. Smoked oh, I wonder rye. if you could, yeah, like but smoked rye, like dark roasted rye. Mm. Imagine making a rice, like just full on rye stout. I presume people have done it. I'm sure they have. But you know, anyway, let's talk about this one. Yeah. So D- deep ruby. That is, that is dark, isn't it? Like really dark, mm, but still, still got that reddish hint to it. It's yeah. not, it's not brown. It's almost like a uh, a creek, yes. sort of red. Yeah, yeah, just with a hint of brown. Yeah. Uh, it looks fantastic. How is it smelling? A little unusual. Not what I was expecting. Uh, a bit phenolic uh, and less sort of big citrusy hops. Not not as much US sort of stank coming out of it yeah no I, I, I can kind of see that i mean i'm definitely getting the hop um you know like a big punch of hops it's not as not as kind of full-on as i was expect from a lot of like no. american ipas but i mean you know they're not 
they're not suggesting an American IPA. It's a rye IPA. Exactly. So, yeah. so I'm going for a sip. Go on then, and you can tell us all how you feel about it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Caramel, sweet, smooth. There is the hops there. Yeah, the hops are definitely there, but it's definitely caramelly. Hmm. It's definitely caramelly. It's yeah. It's not quite like zingy in the hops, but it's they they, they just raise it a little bit. So it's it is kind of what I'd expect from you know if you used like crystal malt in IPA, you would expect that sort of like caramel toffee esque sort mm. of um, sugary flavor, that sweetness to it, and that is definitely there. Yeah, like and you've definitely got that that rye character, but again, like you know, I'm not actively picking up. I mean, that's, there is a slight pepperiness there, there is, like, like, but it's the same mm. sort of pepperiness I would associate with like um, like an elderflower or something like that. Huh, interesting. Big mouthfeel, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. That is, that is coating. Mm. 5%. 5%, yeah. Like that's, that's got some good body yeah, for 5%. Yeah, yeah. You that know is, you're drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> well, your mouth knows you're drinking it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hopefully you know you're drinking it as well. <laughs> it's not just happening without your knowledge. Mm. Yeah. So, are you enjoying that? Are you, like, I am actually. I I I was a bit sort of like disappointed by the lack of huge hit of hops. Well, but then... let, uh, let, let me read the tasting notes oh. for you now. So, uh, bold citrus. Okay. Pine and subtle toffee flavors, robust, smooth, go. and full-bodied. It's yeah. definitely full-bodied. Uh, I mean. I, I mean, actually, possibly the pine. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it's possibly the, like, like the pininess that it helps give the... Um, a sort of, yeah, lemon pine. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Uh, yeah, weird. Um, looks like, as, as far as I can tell, it's about nine months old, so it's, it might not be... At its best. So, 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 so those citrusy hops may have kind of just died off a yep. little bit. And we can't fault them for that. That's just... No, uh, no, yeah, it is, just, yeah. it is what it is. So I, I think it would be really interesting to compare this with one sort of fresh off the line. Oh, that'd be and, nice. Like, yeah. or, or just get it get it on tap somewhere. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> you can lovely. see that. Okay, yeah. well, I mean... No, I, I'm, I'm fully pleased with drinking more of it, so... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing finishing that glass down. Mm. Should we should we try our last one? Yeah, go on Because it's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Right, what we've got here then, Mike? Right, third and finally, we've got uh, a brewery I've been meaning to get some of their stuff for a while. Okay. Uh, Tap Social. Right. Yeah, who are doing um, very interesting work with prisons, uh, getting people into work that would normally find work pretty, find getting work pretty tricky. Difficult, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's also a collaboration with Toast, who are doing amazing work as well, reusing old bread that is, is just basically going to be chucked in the bin, but instead brewing with it. There Hooray. you go, then. Because, you know, you shouldn't feed it to ducks, so you no, may as well make beer out of it. Don't feed the ducks bread. Don't feed them bread. Come on. So, in fitting calories. with uh, both of those, um, we've got 28 days, and it is a oak-aged rye IPA Ooh. made with rye bread. Okay, so we very well might get the spiciness here. Yeah. But if we get the spiciness... We We're not going to know if it's from the rye or no, if it's from the bread. It's true. It's true. What, what's what's the percentage on this bottle? Uh, it's five percent. Okay. Um, it doesn't mention which particular hops it uses, from what I can tell. No. But uh, it is bottle conditioned, and I've shaken it up a lot. So, 
Thanks for that. Yeah. Not sure if it's supposed to clear out completely. Um, I only got it. An it's hour a much ago, more so. orangey colour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, Real zesty orange yeah. colour. It matches the bottle, actually, the artwork on the bottle. Look at the colour. The, the colour yeah. of it's quite orangey. Because it looks uh, like a rye field. Yeah. Oh, apparently the artwork uh, was uh, done by the men serving at HMP Huntercombe, as as well as them helping out with the brew as well. Oh, excellent. So, nice. No, I like it. It's good artwork. Yeah. It's pretty. Pretty. So, how do you feel about it? What's, what's, right. what's, what's, yeah, what's orange. Getting? Let's have a sniff. It's got it's definitely got some uh, definitely got some aromas there, aren't it? Yeah, like you can, Ooh, you're you definitely get getting the barrel aged. Yeah, that woodiness is definitely coming through. That sort of spirit edge as well. I'm mm. I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm getting it. Yeah, you go, you go. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if it would clear up completely. Oh wow! Tap social, let us know. What you got? Um, yeah. The, so that that barrel aged, it is there, like and. It's very smooth, very easy going. Uh, the the mm. bitterness right at the end is subtle. Like it's a very subtle bitterness, mm. but you're definitely getting that barrel age. That yeah, uh, like kind that of is a very pleasant barrel age. Yeah, it's almost slightly coconutty. Yeah, at the end, that's the one. like. It's yeah, like it's, it's really odd. It's just like, oh, where's this? Where's this like coconut taste mm-hmm. coming from? Almost like it's like uh, a rum cask, but yeah, maybe right. like a coconut rum. Because they they haven't specified. No, I'd be very interested to find out what it is mm. aged in. Well, I I actually my assumption, haha, is a sneaky thing that some people do. It doesn't say barrel aged. It says oak aged. Ah, uh, okay. And so it could just be chunks. It could, it could be, be barrel uh, chunks. Yeah. Uh, was it honeycomb? They uh, some people call it, where mm. it's it's like a chunk of wood but drilled loads of holes in it, so it so you get a big surface area. Yeah, yeah. That's that is really good. Yeah. I'm, I bought that coconut. Like I just can't not taste it now. It's really it's weird. There. Yeah. That's I don't finished. know. If maybe that's something to do with the bread. I. I mean, it's there's potentially that they might have. Um, Hopped it with something like Sriracha Ace, maybe. No, yeah. I'm searching. Um, or, it, yeah, it might, I, I presume it might actually be a character from the bread itself, the rye, yeah, the rye bread that they've added. I'd, I'd be interested in, uh, in in speaking to them about this because mm. that is, that's really nice. I like what they've done there. It's um, it, it's different from a normal IPA. Oh, totally. Like, totally. Because, it, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not super hop forward um, and it's not super bitter. But the the rounded the body of it works really well. Mm. Yeah, similarly, it's got that that thick mouthfeel from the from the previous beer. Yeah, that, that yeah, really big. Like it's still a light body, but it's just a wide light body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it's so not it's deep. Like, it's, it's wide. Like, it's like putting a dinner plate in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got that level of mouthfeel. Mm. Uh, yeah. Rather than inflating a balloon in your mouth. Yeah, that would just hurt. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, trying to put a dinner plate in your mouth is going to hurt. Ah, like. yeah. Maybe a side plate. <laughs> okay. So it's like putting a side plate in. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. The, the, we should definitely do more beer judging if we're going to start giving good <laughs> feedback like that. Yeah. Why not? Okay, so, I mean, like, that's that's all the beers tried. And yeah. Like, I mean, there's some there's some fantastic ones. I, I think they, they all hit. Uh, kind of various points yeah they're um, all very different yes yeah and i mean I, I don't know like for me this the the out and out 
top one is actually the tap social one. It's but, fascinating. Yeah, it's but I think just, I think that's it. Weird. I think it's just because it's so different. Yeah, that it's made me go, oh, oh, that's 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 there, yeah. and like, yeah, it's it's it might not necessarily be the 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 most well made beer out of the three of them, but it's definitely the one that I feel is the most unique and the most interesting. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I, I'd happily drink all of them again, but that one I'd especially be looking out for. I think. Yeah. So yeah, uh and uh Tap Social if you've got more information about it, we'd love to we'd love to know. Yeah, we'd definitely love to hear from you because I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to find and out. You're only in Oxford, so yeah. Oh, we could pop up close. Anyway, um what are we brewing next? Uh well, actually next episode is a special episode. Oh, it is. It is because yeah. we're off to wild weather. We are. So we're going to do a, an on location uh, yep. brew, so you know, you can find out what we're brewing next in that episode <laughs> but it, yeah if everyone remembers back to the craft theory special uh we are going to be talking with jd from wild weather uh lovely guy and yeah he's we're yeah it's gonna be nice yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to it um so you know until our next episode uh if you do like the podcast uh please anywhere you listen to uh the podcast just leave a review um because you know it really helps out our visibility and you know we don't pay for advertising anywhere so getting those reviews in word of mouth tell your friends that really helps grow the podcast uh it helps build a community as well which is pretty much what homebrewing is all about yeah um if you want to get in touch you can contact us on uh twitter you can contact us on gmail uh for twitter it's uh at by the mash yep. ton every single thing yeah so Insta- by the yep. mash ton, In- one word. instagram uh gmail is by the mash ton at gmail.com so you know drop us a line anywhere you can we will always try and get back to you as quickly as we can if you've got any questions especially about uh, the episodes about the recipes about brewing just give us a shout if we can answer you we will if we can't we will try and point you in the right direction of people who can if it's about equipment or anything like that Get in touch with the Malt Miller. That's, yeah. that they're our partners. They specialize in a, you know, a wide range of brewing equipment, and they're always happy to help, always happy to answer questions. Um, and if you are in the area, get yourself down there to their mm-hmm. stalkers. It's impressive and, what uh, they've got going on. Don't forget also at themaltmiller.co.uk. You can also pick up a copy of the recipe that we're currently brewing at the moment. Yeah. So get down there look on the website click it look and you can order it and brew yeah oh wow and tell us how you feel about it uh until then yeah i think thank you very much and uh bye. bye